With $20 worth of quarters in my pocket, I think I'm living in the shade of an 80s arcade. Shall we play a game? Oh. Hello and welcome to Living in the Shade of an 80s Arcade. I'm your most excellent host. And now something... A little geeky. Okay, and that kind of came out a little weird, <laughs> but that's okay. This episode's going to be a little bit weird, especially for those who are just in it for listening to the 80s ar- arcade game talk. Um, but this is a very important thing. Um that I do want to talk about and it's a way that we can enjoy some of the things in our past so um as many of you know I have an Atari 800XL which happened to be the very first computer not the very first one I had but um the model is exactly the same my dad should still have the original all the way back now in Knoxville Tennessee um and uh I'd love to take it home, but um, he's not going to let me because <laughs> for some reason he may want to use it someday. I I doubt it, but um, <laughs> so, and I also have an At- Apple uh, 2C uh, that I recently purchased. And both of these are 8-bit eight, computers from uh, the 80s, from that era. Um, we're both talking, talking right around 82 to 84 when both these came out. Um, they were out right about the same time, although uh, everyone kind of thought Apple II itself and the 2C and all of the Apple computers were a little bit more powerful than the Ataris. Well, some people did. I never thought that because Atari actually had some really great technology built into their 8-bit computers. They had the GTIA or graphics terminal. You know, I forget the actual... Uh, acronym for that chip but you had the pokey chip as well and a lot of chips surrounding the uh, 6502 chip which both these machines were built uh, after okay and back in the day uh we like the apple 2c itself came with a five and a quarter inch floppy um i think there was at least one version later they had a three three and a half inch floppy and uh so we'd boot the machine off these disks, and we'd boot games and stuff off the disk. You'd boot a operating system off the disk. You know, it's like like your computer today might boot win boot Windows or Macintosh operating systems, or Mac OS, I should say. Um, <laughs> or uh, if you're not on a regular computer, you're using an Android phone. You so your Android boot boot up, and or iOS would boot up on an iPhone. That is what's called an operating system. Okay, and the they are basically what provides the interface for working with the computer, All right? So um, these booted off of floppy disks back in the day. Well, the technology itself is getting really old. Um, it relied on belts that were made out of rubber, very similar to how um, there are belts in your car today. Um, those transferred things or, or made it possible for the disc to spin. Well, as things get older and older, uh, you know, it's, you can't find a replacement parts for these because uh, Apple doesn't make them anymore. Neither does Atari. If you have the Atari 1050, which would be the drive that goes along with this, so the alternative here is something called a floppy emulator. Okay, now that we have more technology available to us, like uh, things like SD cards. We can basically build a box that interfaces to these old computers and lets you emulate 
a floppy. All right, and that's what uh, what I'm going to talk about today is it's Lotharek. Uh, he is the guy uh, based in Poland uh, that makes these boxes and several other things for uh, the old uh, home computers of the of the 80s. And uh, what I'm talking about today is known as the SIO 2PC. Uh, I'm sorry, not scratch that. The SIO 2SD. Uh, they also make a PC. That's a little bit different. Um, so what's the difference between the SIO2PC and SIO2SD? Um, well, SIO is serial interface out or serial input output. Uh, that is what the name of the default port is on Atari 8-bit computers. Uh, so both of these have an SIO end to, to them that plugs into the Atari 8-bit and then emulates a floppy drive. The differences between them are the SIO to PC, the other end connects to your PC, and your PC is what makes it possible to emulate the floppy drive. What this is, what I'm talking about today, and what I actually have in my hot hands this week, uh, is the SIO to SD. Uh, and it, technically, it says SIO to SD XL, which I'm not, I don't know why it has that name per se. Uh, in that, the only other thing I could imagine is that maybe that's a specific model to the X. That's the one I ordered. Um, I you can probably use any of the SIO TSD products, uh, but this is the one I specifically have. So how does this work? So everyone has micro SD cards. You might have a smaller, smallish one like a two to four gig or even an eight gig one still laying around that maybe you don't you don't want to throw away because it still works. And might even work in your camera that you have today if you actually have a uh, honest to god camera that's not part of your phone. Um, so you format this just like you like you know any any old SD card, and then you create a folder called Atari, and then under that folder you can create other folders. Like for example, I created a folder that has games. All right. And then another folder called applications, which I don't have any applications in it yet. I tried uh, um, other applications. Like the one I did try was Atari Writer. Never did boot on uh, my 800XL. But So you can create any number of folders under underneath there. Then you would put in uh, these folders uh, ATR files, which an ATR file is a floppy disk image. Uh, that has been built by the community uh, that has some of the uh, software and games on for the Atari 800XL that you would normally traditionally load off of a floppy. Then you take that image, you put it on this drive, you turn on the computer, and the very first time you have this plugged in, because there's no actual power cord to this, um, it will load up well, attempt to load up an image, but then it'll just drop you at the standard ready prompt. Um, but then you can use the buttons on the front to select the floppy disk image that you want to load. You turn the computer off, and then you turn it on. And, and the nice thing is, is a lot of the images that I have found uh, basically put a nice interface to it, so you don't have to know any commands. Um, and it'll put whatever games are in that image... It'll put a menu up on the screen, and then it'll let you select which game you want to load. Um, it'll load, like if you have an actual floppy image from uh, 
like say you owned a disc and you have an Atari um, uh, compatible floppy drive, you can probably use this to make the images too, although I haven't gotten around to trying that yet. But um, if you find a regular image that just has that one game, it'll do whatever it needs to do to get that game running on your computer. And the great thing is, is now I have a 32 gig card in it. Kind of overkill for this because I can probably fit the entire Atari 800XL library the, uh, of floppy disk based games on one card. Um, and it wouldn't have to be a very large card at all. Probably 8 gigs would be more than enough. So this is just one I had to happen, happen to have laying around. So we'll talk a little bit about um, what kind of games I was able to load and play from the Lotharec. SIO 2SD on my Atari 800XL. Alright, before I go and thank our hosting provider, I do have some shoutouts today. I want to thank our good friend Rob Fott at Living in the 80s. If you like the 80s as much as I do, you need to check that show out. You may run into Matt Moore over there. And uh, like I said, check him out. Also need to put a shout out to Jason Peitzmeyer at Chewing the Fat, as well as um, Free For All and his wife's show that he produces in the salon. Uh, great content over there. You do need to check all of those shows out. And I also want to thank my good friend Travis at Roundtown Radio for playing this show. Uh, he plays us right behind Living in the 80s. We're like two peas in a pod. You got to listen to Roundtown Radio. Uh, thank you guys for your support. And let's go thank our hosting provider, Anchor. All right, we're back from the break. And um, let's get into a little bit of the games that I was able to load off of Floppy. Um, basically... If you have the game on floppy already, you can probably there are ways that you can make the image on your own. But I have found, um, and I'm not going to mention any specific website names, but all you got to do is Google for games on Atari uh, ATR file. Um, I would do that in Google, and you should be able to find some. So some of the ones I was able to find, like I found Ara Arachnoid, uh, which is a, a version of Breakout. Um, that was also in the arcade, but also made it to Atari PC. Um, I also found a game that is almost identical to the arcade version of Pac-Man that plays on the Atari 800XL. It's pretty incredible um, that you can do that. Because uh, you got to think about, uh, uh, during that time, uh, the 2600, 5200, and even the 8-bit computers of the day they really weren't as good as what they were able to accomplish with an arcade system because uh, the Atari arcade system can have a lot of custom chips in it that just weren't in uh, the general purpose computers of the time. So um, the, the fact that I was able to load Pac-Man that's literally identical to the original Pac-Man on the Atari 800XL and play it very well is amazing. Now, this isn't enabled by uh, the Lotharec device, but the Lotharec device just just allows me to do this in a easier way because uh, like I said floppy drives are getting old finding place uh, parts and stuff to replace them the parts um, 
in those floppy drives is going to be next to impossible depending on what the part is, especially if it's the belt. So something like this is just is a boondoggle to uh, somebody who wants to play games on this old hardware that still works today. Um, you know, and they can play these games without having to have a working floppy drive. The, the, the systems themselves are probably going to last a lot longer, and it's far easier to replace the caps in some of these systems or put a different power supply like I did on uh, both my Apple TC and my Atari 800XL um, that keep these systems going. And there's nothing like playing the game on the original hardware. Uh, I talked about uh, last week Atari Flashback Classics uh, for the Nintendo Switch, and that is working on what they call emulation. So it's the original game code working on top of the Switch's uh, operating system uh, and that allows me to play those games. But the thing is, is with emulation, there's always going to be some differences because emulation is not the same as real hardware. So uh, the sounds might be a little bit different. Some of the graphics might be a tiny bit different you know, uh, in emulation versus uh, the real hardware. And there is, like I said, there is a difference. Plus, the nice thing is, especially with the uh, uh, the 800XL, I can have original Atari joysticks and playing games like like um, any of the 8-bit games uh, I can play on this using an original Atari joystick, and it'll play exactly the same as if I was playing on a Atari 800XL, because I am. So, um, that, I mean, that's the greatest thing about, about devices like this. There is one for the Apple IIc. I gotta save up and get in a buy enough money for this. So now, how much does something like this cost? All right. Well, like I mentioned, Lotharek is based in Poland. Okay. So if you have something you're trying to get this for, um, you're gonna want to plan for it. Okay. So um, you can't just expect to order it. Uh, like you'd order something on Amazon and it's going to just be there in a couple days. It doesn't really happen here. Okay. So, um, what, uh, you're probably going to be more around a week or two on these. So, you know, try and keep that in mind when you're ordering it. Um, if you're ordering, like, for example, if you have a, a, some guy that is our age, you know, talking about the 40s and the 50s here, uh, um, that uh, you might want to buy this for, then you might want to get um, the uh, the uh, device uh, off in the mail and get it to you early. So, like, in the next few months, uh, like, uh, I would say no later than November. Um if you order this in November, you will definitely have this here in time. So now it is in in Polish money, uh, which I'm not what it says PLN on the website. I'm sorry. I don't know what a PLN is. Oh, uh, Pol Poland Zodi, Polish Zodi. I can't say it. Um, <laughs> Polish money. OK, so it's two hundred sixty nine dollars in or uh, what Polish money, 269 Polish money, which equates to about 56 bucks. Okay. So they have that, uh, the SIO cased two XL is what I'm talking about is that's what I ordered. Um, that's exactly what I have. Mine actually, uh, um, 
you can order there's other versions of it like for example there is ones with green lcds uh if you don't like the default on those there's a deep blue one um and other lcd colors you can order uh casing colors will change as well there's one that kind of designed to fit in with the uh, xe casing so on and so forth so uh you can take a look at their website and order these things. And uh, I think these, it might be a little geeky for some, but I think you can also probably um, take advantage of it um, if you, you're not into um, the the actual hardware, you know, putting it, things together. Because you don't have anything to put together. Um, you can get new boards to put th put in these. So um, if, for example, you, you know, yours decided to fry, you can just, instead of ordering just the... Uh, um, the whole thing again, you can order just the board, take it apart, and put it in there. Um, but that's uh, something to think about later. Um, Lothrec also has several other um, upgrades. Uh, uh, there's the VBXL uh, version, which, what is VBXL? Uh, or XE, I should say. XL or XE. I clicked on the XE. Was started by two, in 2005 by Tomas. Um, I'm not going to try to say his Polish name. First public announcement was made in March of 2006. Since that time, it was been approved to candles. So basically, it provides RGB output, uh, providing a crisp, clear picture using an LCD TV or RGB monitor. So, so it's basically an, a way that you can get a a better because the video output of the Atari 8-bit computers was composite video and on a modern TV it kind of doesn't look that great I'm happy enough with it I think eventually at some point I'm going to see if I can't find a a old school uh, CRT TV that I can use with it that still works um, but uh, this is an option and there are other options too that you can uh, get better quality uh, video out of the 8-bit uh, computers uh, like the Atari 800XL, um, that would help, uh, you know, make it look better. They also have one megabyte upgrades. The standard uh, 800XL has 64-bit, uh, <coughs> sorry, 64 kilobits of RAM. That's it. You know, and the computer I'm using today has 16 gigabytes. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, there's also other ways, like uh, other 8-bit uh, upgrades for the Atari 8-bits that you can get on their website. I'm not going to go into all of them. But the, the same guy also makes some stuff uh, for the Commodore 64 as well. So if your old school system was an Atari, um, or not, a, wasn't, a, wasn't an Atari, but was a Commodore, you, you can get floppy drive emulators for the Commodores. Um, the other thing they have for the Atari 8-bits is they do have a way that you can load cartridge images uh, via... A similar interface uh, except that it look fits in the cartridge uh, port uh, I believe I can't find where it's where it's there's a bit upgrades if I ever find it I might buy it and uh, review that as well because there's there's some oh there you go um, side two cartridge is one of them um, and that adds several things to to your Atari 800XL, um, but there are other cartridges too. Um, there's the side three, uh, 
which uh, adds some even more. Um, I don't know if that one's for... Oh, that's the one that's coming out. That one's not quite out yet. Side 2 is the current one. But um, So there's a whole bunch of other different things, including the SIO to PC uh, USB, which is basically SIO on one side, USB on the other. Then you would learn load some software on there so you can uh, load the images off of uh, your PC instead. Um, so... Lots of different upgrades for the Atari 8-bits. They also have uh, Z, Z, both ZX Spectrum and Timex Spectrum uh, uh, computer accessories, memory cards uh, that have C software for the SIO to, to SD. Um, it has a bunch of freeware games on it and things like that. So there's just a ton of different things they have. And like I said, it comes from Poland. Um, one kind of cool thing that uh, uh, that came in the box when I opened it up was he also had a piece of candy that actually had his logo on it. Um, it was like a caramel. It was I don't know what exactly it was, but it must be Polish candy. It tasted good. So, you know, I wish I had more. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh Head on over to his website. The website is kind of hard hard to uh, um, type. I'll make sure it's in the show notes. It's lotharek.pl. The .pl is for Poland, by the way. So um, uh, go to his site, and they have a bunch of stuff on there. The only thing I don't see on there, and I wish I did see it on here, was the floppy emulators for the Apple II, but uh, I digress. So um, hopefully uh, I can pick one of those up. Uh, there's another uh, guy that makes them. And that's kind of the cool thing about the retro computing scene is now we have all this new advanced technology that we use every day uh, for podcasts and for watching videos and all this other stuff. And now we can leverage it to make our old 8-bit computers really fly and do things that we, we could not do back in the day. Um, 8-bit computers are as popular as they are because uh, they were, for the time, very powerful, and people loved them. I loved both of uh, the TC, is the two, actually, the Apple II, Apple II Plus, Apple IIe. Those are ones that my, my school had, so that's where I played on those in school. I would take extra time if I had extra time. At la after lunch, and I would go in and play around with the Apple IIc. Um, but the Atari 800XL is what I had at home, and I had that through high school until I got into college. I didn't have it when I went to college, obviously, because Dad wouldn't let me take it with me. But eventually I did uh, uh, get enough money to get my very first IBM PC, which was a leading-edge uh, 286 computer at the time, which was pretty darn high-tech. But uh, in today's... Uh, world not very high tech when you really think about it <laughs> but the challenge of time marches on and you can now take the stuff that we use today to make the past better so that you can really feel what it was like playing these games on the actual hardware and that's why i love this stuff so much so um like i said it was a little bit different than the uh game i reviewed last week something very uh awesome if you're into the home computer scene from that era uh something technically not possible in the 80s but is very possible now so uh if you want to enjoy your old computer that you have stuck in your closet go get it make sure you switch the power supply 
that's a given. I should talk about that. How to how to uh, use your old computer from when you were a kid, because that's essentially what I'm doing today. So, all right, everyone. I hope you have a great week. God bless. Take care, and we will talk to you later. Oh, before I go though, almost forgot last show that I put out um, on the Atari Flashback Classic. Um, I purchased that game for. $25 on Amazon.com. It's probably the easiest way to get it. Um, the only other way you might be able to get it is to go to a uh, retro game store. Like uh, there is a for people in the Gross City slash South South uh, Columbus area. There's one uh, called Game On uh, in South in the the Southland uh, area, uh, right off High Street. Um, but there's several others through the county, so those you'd have to go something like that. You wouldn't go to a, like a, to a GameStop or something like that because they probably won't have this one since it came back, came out a few years ago. Um, that's why I suggest Amazon is the best route for that because um, Amazon is where. Uh, well, when I bought off of Amazon it was brand new for twenty five bucks. So, but uh, unfortunately. Uh, this uh, Lotharek uh, device I talked about this week isn't as easy to obtain, but it's not that difficult either as long as you plan ahead. So, all right, I've driveled, droned on long enough. Um, we will see you next week for some more fun and mayhem in the 80s arcade. Take care and God bless.